0: So taking a look at the situation across the country, it varies depending on where you are. As we know, Alberta and Saskatchewan, right on our heels, dealing with uh, continued problems, trying to get through this fourth wave. Other jurisdictions aren't seeing the same sort of issues that we are. They're in much better positions. And, you know, and that translates around the world. Some places are doing better than others. And, you know, it's, it's all tied to vaccination rates, largely. Um, and, you know, public health measures and when they're put in and when they're taken off. And we can second-guess all that sort of stuff. But the fact of the matter is um, businesses have been through hell for over 18 months now, you know, especially some specific sectors like hospitality where they've been open, they've been closed, they can do this, they can't do that. It's been tough. Um, And the government has all kinds of support programs in place to try and help them through this and have for a long, long time now. Uh, Wage subsidies, subsidies. Uh, rent deferrals, all these sorts of things. Uh, A lot of those programs are scheduled to end, though, very, very soon. October 23rd for some, 27th for some. A lot of those programs are scheduled to be going away. They've been extended once, and now there's a lot of businesses and business groups saying, you know what, we need to extend them some more. We're not done with this just yet. So to get some information on what we're talking about here, we have Dan Kelly, who is the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Dan, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Sorry, I forgot to push the button. Hi, Dan. (laughs) I'm happy to be with you. Uh, Okay, so let's just uh, get the lay of the land here, first of all. What programs are in place right now that are scheduled to be gone within the next month or so that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, some, some big worries. There have been a variety of federal and provincial supports, as you cited, uh, from really from the outset, others that developed in more recent months. But men, some of them have already been closed. Others are in the process of being closed. So provincial support programs, Alberta had a few. Those have ended. Uh, the federal government had a, a loan program, the CBA loan program, as it was called. That has now ended. Uh, and and the two biggest programs, the wage subsidy and the rent subsidy, uh, they are rapidly being phased out. Uh, they were expected to end by the end of September. That was renewed right prior to the election until the end of October. Uh, but they're disappearing and uh, deeply, deeply worried that these programs are not going to be able to support businesses at
0: the, just as new restrictions uh, like passport requirements are yeah. popping up in provinces like Alberta yeah and those are the two big ones, right? The wage subsidy, of course, is meant to get people to uh, businesses to hire more people to bring them back. The government will pay a certain portion of the wage for new hires, essentially correct
1: that's right if if you if you keep staff on on board, you can get <clears throat> uh, you were able to get up to seventy five percent of their wages to a maximum. Uh, paid by the federal government, depending on the amount of business loss that you were experiencing. I just want to be clear here. This is the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm quite upset that the government is phasing these out, is that the programs essentially phase themselves out. If your business is not experiencing revenue losses, you don't, get, you don't qualify for the program. The only businesses get any money from the programs are those that are experiencing a loss in sales, and it's commensurate with that loss in sales. If you if you have a tiny loss, you get a tiny subsidy, a giant loss, you get a pretty big one. Uh, but that's being phased out. The same is true of rent. Uh, rent can be subsidized by the federal government and that is now being phased out, also to end by, by late October. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ali is here to help. Ali invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber.
0: Now, as you say, we've seen a lot of things change over the course of the last year, year and a half. Um, things are continuing to change day by day. When we take a look at you know, the, the business community in Canada, are different sectors affected differently still at this point? I mean, obviously, when we talk about, like you say, the certification, the vaccine programs, that really hits hospitality hard. Are, are there certain sectors that are really in more danger if these programs go away than others?
1: Yes, the sectors that are that are right now being hardest hit are those where people come together. So, as you said, hospitality. So, uh, restaurants would be uh, part of that. The tourism industry more broadly, Uh, but arts and entertainment businesses. So, theaters, uh, uh, theaters, nightclubs, anywhere where where uh, bowling alleys, anywhere where people come together. Uh, they either have capacity restrictions in some provinces, uh, only able to serve perhaps up to 50% of their former capacity, and that's the case in, in Ontario, or they have uh, screening procedures where they have to screen out unvaccinated customers or both. And, and as a result of that, they're seeing further losses in sales, further restrictions to their business. Uh, at a time when people naturally are, as we move into the fall, are a little bit hesitant, given the fourth wave, to to get out. Mm -hmm. So as a result of that, all sorts of businesses, and not just those. I mean, look, government officials are now back to telling people to stay at home uh, and, and to be cautious once again. As a result of that, businesses are seeing significant losses, not because they've made bad business decisions, uh, because governments are taking actions uh, to protect society, and those come with a, a
0: pretty high cost for the business community. Now, Dan, the Trudeau government, of course, reelected uh, just last week. Uh, he has said throughout that he will be there to support Canadians and Canadian businesses, whatever it takes. And he did say during the election campaign they've extended these programs once, and they are looking to extend some of them to the spring, right? So, is that the job now to try and hold them to what they have promised?
1: yeah so the the government to its credit the liberal party did say that they would extend the wage and the rent subsidy for the tourism industry until uh until uh to get them through the winter Mm -hmm. they also promised to expand a and extend a hiring subsidy not the wage subsidy but one to to encourage businesses to hire new people and they've they've announced that they will extend that until the end of march of 2022 both of those are good moves But it isn't just the tourism industry that needs support. There are all sorts of businesses that are struggling to get their customers back together, either because of restrictions or because customers are choosing to stay home. And they're going to need some help. If we want these businesses to be around when the pandemic is truly over, we need to extend these programs until all of the pandemic restrictions are lifted. And that means borders reopen to both vaccinated and unvaccinated uh, Americans and international tourists it means that uh, that there's no capacity controls in businesses and rules that require you to screen out unvaccinated people. When those things go away, that's when businesses, I think, we can start to phase out these, these subsidy programs, but not before.
0: Yeah, so it's not like you're saying this needs to be done indefinitely. We know they've been extended once, and you know what people are going to say. We can't continue to prop up businesses. I mean, how long can this go on for? But you're saying, you know, there are some definable qualifiers that we can put in and say, you know what, once this happens and businesses are allowed to operate full bore, we don't need these programs. You're not saying this is indefinite, right? Absolutely
1: not. Look, I mean, business subsidies are stupid. <laughs> subsidies, subsidizing businesses long-term makes no sense of whatsoever. Uh, paying with tax dollars to keep businesses alive if they're in a dying industry or they're struggling or they've made bad business decisions, that doesn't that doesn't help at all. Mm-hmm. What? what but what we can't do is to say to businesses sorry because we have to protect society from covid we're not going to allow you to serve your customers in the way that you're used to you're going to have to limit that in some significant ways but you're on your own if we do that these businesses are going to disappear the jobs that they create will disappear it'll have a massive effect and and gosh even on the you know you think about this from a retail setting all we're going to have left? Walmart and and Amazon? I mean, we need these local small businesses that create jobs in local communities in good times and in bad uh, to stick around. And if we don't do that, we're really, really running the risk of creating uh, just an awful environment for for Canadians.
0: Well, Dan, I appreciate you giving us uh, your case here today, and uh, we'll follow this along and uh, follow up with you down the road. Thanks very much. Appreciate it very much. That's Dan Kelly who is president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business,